You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Welcome to Shot of History. Welcome back to Shot of History. I'm Stephanie. I am the color man, Big Dev. <laughs> I'm Melissa. I'm Ellie. I'm Ashley. I'm Jeannie. Dave, the saga continues. And uh, <laughs> Drunk Cal is just walking around. I was going to say you were in the room and then you walked in right as I was talking about you. It's like Drunk Drunk Cal knew. Sober Cal decided to join uh, because uh, he had a couple slices of pizza. Drunk Cal has left. He was like, hey, take over for me. Like, hey, I'm back. Well, hi, Sober Cal. Come sit by Drunk Ellie. Yeah. Be a good My wife is here as well. That's cool. <gasps> oh, cool. She's, uh, she's at, using the restroom at the moment. Awesome. All right. All right. Well, today our historian is Ashley. Where did my pop go, though? Oh, it's yeah. in here. I don't know. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> He's fine. He's fine, you guys. He's fine. It's fine. So before we do our drink, what are we talking about today, Ashley? Today we are talking about H.H. H. Holmes, America's first serial killer. Oh, yeah. wow. I love shit. it when we get back to love like death. Holmes. I love H.H. Holmes. It is my wheelhouse. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> and it's interesting. So everybody raise whatever you're drinking. At this point, we it's already been a long day, so if it's just Orange water, crush. no judgments. <laughs> Cheers. Cowell's done drinking. I'm still drinking a beer. Famous last word. I'm still drinking Diet Coke and vodka. <laughs> Do you, girl? <laughs> Do you, girl? I love H.H. Holmes. All right. I know so, so much about this person. We're talking serial killers. Oh, goodness. Don't gonna be that guy, Calvin. No, I'm going to let you do again? it because you're the historian, but I love H.H. H. Holmes. Love. You love a serial killer? Uh, America's first serial killer? Yeah. It's a fascinating story, and I'm going to let you tell it because you're the historian. She's <laughs> <laughs> the historian today. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. If I get stuck, I just know like I can shoot Cal a look, and we can pick up and where I'd be we like, so we're good. Don't tell actually. <laughs> so H.H. H. Holmes is often referred to as America's first serial killer. He's confessed to committing 27 murders, um, but with wow. several inconsistencies and reported um, repeated alterations, the actual number of his victims and the exact procedure of their murders still kind of remains a mystery. Um, nobody really knows exactly what happened. Um, just that I, there's some dead people, yeah. and he I, probably I did it. There are some missing people that haven't been confirmed dead. Oh. The only person who's killed more people than this person, Jessica Fletcher of Murder, she wrote. <laughs> Why is she always around all these murders that happened? She ain't in law enforcement. She's just a book author. What the hell? She was the serial killer. <laughs> murder, she how wrote more you? like murder, she did. Yeah. <laughs> how could you say something so controversial yet so brave? <laughs> Sorry, Angela Lansbury. No, I love not. you. What I what I love about this is that it was like, oh, this is America's first serial killer. He did twenty seven people, and like, you go to you know England and you have them still doing the Jack the Ripper tour. He killed six people. Oh my god, that's so many people. And then Americans America said, are overachievers. Yeah. America said, "Hold my beer." Yep. Yeah. yeah. Challenge exactly. accepted. <laughs> 
So then Australian said, you'll never find how many people we killed. Right? <laughs> Y'all are focused on the fact that we ain't got no guns. <laughs> Stupid Americans. <laughs> so H.H. H. Holmes was born as Herman Webster Mudgett. Um, in 1861. Because of course he was. I would change my name, name, name too. He's a mudget. Um, you change the fuck out of that name. <laughs> hey, mudget! Give me your lunch money. Stop it, guys! I'm going to kill you one day. Yeah. <laughs> you killed uh, all of them. <laughs> so he was born into an affluent family, um, but he spent most of his adult life concocting get-rich-quick get schemes, um, which was basically the basis of why he became a serial killer. He started Amway. <laughs> we say it's the DeVos's, but it was really H.H. Holmes. So when we think serial killers, we think, you know, different types of motivation types, yeah, sexual yeah. motivation or, you know, issues with their family or whatever. His motivation was you knew too much and so you died. Um, his whole goal in life was I need to get money and I'm going to, you know, plot and scheme against people and when you knew too much... You disappeared. <laughs> you know too much. He's seen. Bye. Yeah, right? <laughs> okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> After graduating high school at age 16, he went on to the University of Michigan to study medicine and surgery, um, where he Damn did it. obtain his medical degree uh-huh. in 1884. Um, no, I think it's coming from a state fan. <laughs> well, you know what? I went to U of M. I'm proud of it. And, uh, you know, I'm proud to uh, share a school with. This is America's first serial killer. killer. <laughs> yeah. I feel um, famous by association. Awesome. <laughs> While he was at the U of M, he created his first scam to steal cadavers from the anatomy lab. Um, he would perform experiments on them, um, and then he would claim insurance money for them as well. So he already had a dead body. Interesting. That okay. nobody was really you know caring about. So that was his first, like, I can make money doing this. Um, he also developed a scheme. Why with just stick with that? Another anatomy student to essentially grave rob because and sell people the- learn too much. Yes, <laughs> and then they would rob the bodies from the graves and sell them back to the medical school. <clears throat> yeah, because that used to be a big thing anyway mm-hmm. of just across the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, when they were doing like medical um, studies and there weren't any bodies, like they would pay it, grave robbers. Yeah, they yeah. would. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And now we have body farms. Yep. Did you know you have to pay to be in a body farm? I'm okay with that. Those are very, very interesting. We can talk about that another time. <laughs> I, I read I read a book um, by Ma- uh, Mary Roach. Yep, I have that book. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Bodies of... No, it's just one word. Th- oh, you're right. <laughs> bodies of... The only I'm one I can of think of one. is gulp, which is your digestion, but the, uh, it's stiff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really good if you want to learn more about body farms. But continue. Awesome. <laughs> in August of 1886, he arrived in Chicago and began working as a pharmacist. Um, mm-hmm. At that point, he had adopted the name H.H. H. Holmes. Um, when he graduated, he was still Mudget. So his medical <laughs> degree is Mudget. Um, <laughs> which but, is why he's a pharmacist? Which yeah. is why he was a pharmacist, because mm-hmm. that didn't transfer over. Yeah. Um, Mudget. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be a doctor, but I just don't want to tell him what my name used to be. <laughs> well, he had already scammed so many people with the insurance schemes yeah. um, that he was, you know, trying to avoid being prosecuted so at this much point. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he began working as a pharmacist, pharmacist in a drugstore owned by Elizabeth Holton and her husband. Two months after arriving in Chicago, Mr. Holton disappeared, um, and Holmes purchased the drugstore from the widow Holton. Less than a month later, she also disappeared. 
So wah, I feel, wah, I feel wah. like they they were sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> so where where the cement? Why boots? go after the widow though? Because she figured she it out. She knows too much. So what she I find have, interesting like, about this is that he doesn't have the typical like escalation of mm-hmm. violence that mm-hmm. you normally see in a lot of serial killers where it's like, oh, he killed a dog. Oh, yeah, it, it really he, wasn't. like tortured somebody and they just happened to die and He's like he, he just he just he You're had in bodies that he was messing with initially and was using it to get rich and then all of a sudden it's like, well, I can get more money if I mm-hmm. start killing people. That's also no that's empathy. also and you're coming from an era where you didn't have a lot of documentation as well. Right. So it's not yeah. to say that those things didn't happen. And he has a particular pathology. Definitely. If you really study this guy in, in depth, he's a very peculiar pathology, which yes. is very in keeping with people who we study today. Right. So it's it's just we didn't have the record keeping of the day. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Oh. And a lot of his <coughs> I love aside this guy. from I'm sorry. the pathology, I, it is, you know, you're kind of in my way. <laughs> the easiest way for me to eliminate this obstacle is you just disappear. Right, right. So. True. Um, there's a connection, there's a connection to you. Bob Waltenspiel on all this, by the way. Who is Bob? <laughs> and why do we care about him? Bob Waltenspiel has a fantastic, fantastic jacket. Pabst Blue Ribbon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. The World's Fair that this is all happening at is where Pabst gets their blue ribbon. Gets their blue ribbon. Oh, all right. So. Awesome. There's a there's the Bob Waltonsville connection. Bob Waltonsville is one of the co-owners of podcasts. Yeah, his podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you always hear about Dave. Yeah. You always hear about Dave. Okay. You know, okay. everybody Bob's the other guy. Was all like, who the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, you know. The so picture? Dave's the voice you hear. Yeah. You know the 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 pictures up there that have yeah. like Dave and some of, and the other guy. The, the other guy's guy. Dave. <laughs> or the other guy is Bob. The other guy is Bob. Rob Bob, right? But anyway, he loves Pat's Blue Ribbon. So if you love Pat's Blue Ribbon, that's. A connection to H.H. Holmes. Uh, there's a book called uh, The Devil in the White in, City. In the White City, yep. yes, absolutely. Which uh, I, I haven't finished it yet, but I, I bought it a while back, and it's about the World Fair and the murders, mm-hmm. and it's it's very yep. interesting. So if you want to learn more, check out that book. Yep, yep. Right. Check exactly out the what book, this is about. Or wait until the end of yeah. this year, and Leonardo DiCaprio and Martin Scorsese are doing <gasps> a Hulu adaptation. <gasps> no! Oh, I'm excited now. the end of this podcast? I just don't even end this episode for people. Just, <laughs> I, we're going to end right now. Spo- go no spoilers. I just heard Calvin get erect. Dude, <laughs> I, I felt the sploosh. I just, the just, sploosh just... Sorry to hit you in the eye, Steph. My bad. <laughs> I swear to God, he's going to tell their panties right now. <laughs> Not that you would. <laughs> okay, keep going. All right. Oh. Mm. So, back to the topic at hand. Yes. Um, Holmes used the proceeds from the drugstore to purchase a plot of land across the street, um, which is where he began to build what is now famously known as his murder castle. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a, a double lot on a corner, three stories. Um, the bottom part was a jewelry store and pharmacy. The middle part is where um, he and his family lived. Well, he and one of his wives, because um, he was totally. also a bigamist. <laughs> because of course he fucking was. He was a philanderer. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's with all the judgment? That sounds judgy, <laughs> <laughs> judgy, judgerson. Because he's just like that kind of he's person. He's a to serial killer. All these in, people. In yeah. terms, in the grand scheme of things, he's killing people. Do we think the multiple wives is really the thing we need to worry about right <laughs> no, now? No, it's part a of little bit because he didn't kill any of them. Yeah. 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 I know a lot of people 
emotional and by a lot of people I mean maybe. zero who maybe. have multiple wives right. and yeah, just zero. Five. So shut up Cal um, and the third story was meant to be um, boarding and hotel space for the World's Fair it was never fully completed um, though he did defraud quite a few investors who oh, had invested course. in the hotel again a get rich yeah. quick scheme right um <laughs> thanks that was Cal. earlier that was earlier uh-huh. sorry Facebook Ornamental. <laughs> what he did complete on the second floor was a complete maze, um, deceptive doors and hallways, stairways that led to nowhere and trap doors. Many of the rooms were soundproofed and outfitted with chutes that would drop straight down into the basement, where Holmes had acid vats, quicklime, and a crematorium. Do you know how? They, do you know how they made the rooms soundproof? I do not. Horsehair. Really? Because this stuff that's on our walls right now, we've got uh-huh. all it the soundproofing stuff, stuff, didn't exist. Sure. So you use horsehair. Interesting. Yeah, I know they did do that in plaster walls all the time. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but that way he could just easily dispose of his victims um, and nobody would be the wiser. Like you're not carrying a body out in the middle of the night. You're not rolling it up in the rugs. You know, whatever. And he dug a tunnel from one end of the street to the other and had another house. Mm-hmm. Which is nuts. Yep. So he was committed. So what is he doing with all of this human goo that he's got to dispose of? <laughs> That's what the lime is for. Yeah. That's what yep. the quick lime, lime. for. Yeah. Yeah, but what is he, oh, it? Dissolves the bodies. It, yeah, I, yeah. I get that. But what he, is he doing with all of this? You put it down waste. into the sewers. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh-huh. It, those weren't regulated at that point. Yeah. Okay. And you all had right. a crematorium. It was so, a hole yeah. in the Burnt. ground. Yeah. Okay. Um, the ones, <laughs> the ones that he didn't dispose of in that manner, um, he would still sell bodies to medical colleges. So he was still doing that. Gotcha. Well into all of this as well. Yeah, and what I find interesting about this is, like, you know, he, he killed people to get him out of the way, but he has, like, it all planned mm-hmm. out how Allegedly. he's going to do it yeah. already. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, it might not – the murders of th- those specific people might not have been premeditated, but, like, he knew he was going to kill people. He knew it was going to happen. He yeah. knew Absolutely. it was going to happen. Yeah. He it, set up steps yeah. to make sure that they, yeah. he could get rid of them without a problem. Yeah. The right. Method, yeah. The method H. H. Holmes was, was a – He's like, I don't yeah. know H. H. Holmes was a white person, correct? There's going to be people yes. down yes. here. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly a white person. He's allegedly a white person. If he was white, I'm going to say allegedly. If he was black, we're like, oh, he did that shit. He don't did that shit. No, I'm going to say this guy did that shit. Allegedly. This conversation is quickly because... Right? Yeah. I like it when they get... uh, Except for when they get political. Yeah, Yeah, job. Of course he was white. Sorry, do I need to say it? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I mean, like, maybe people... I like shut up history, except when they get political. Uh, yeah. His methods were quite grotesque and ranged from hanging his victims to suffocation to leaving them locked in a vault to die um, of thirst and hunger. This is allegedly. Um, these are all his claims. Nothing was actually substantiated. My client is being railroaded. Oh, he <laughs> yeah, he confessed to a lot of murders, um, over well, 200, in fact. So when, but when he was selling these cadavers, you know, because he's saying this uh, allegedly that he hung them, whatever. <laughs> sure. I love that. Natural <laughs> causes. Well, he did that. What I'm what I'm curious about is whether or not like when he sold these cadavers, if some of them were specifically to like places that were trying to learn about different methods of death to better like equip medical examiners. I mean, it could. He sold them to medical colleges, yeah. so I don't know. Like, if oh, he this, had a... I just happen to have this body of someone that was hung. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's right. here's like How do you all have so many bodies, AJ Holmes. <laughs> 
Here's this, that not make suspicious. I it what I do. Here's this person that fell down some stairs. <laughs> like right. that's 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 this what I, I suffocated wonder, and, like, and 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 didn't at all. Right. Wasn't at all torture. I feel like now, like today, like if somebody was showing up with these bodies, sure, somebody would be like. This seems odd. Yeah, right. Apparently, <laughs> nobody was doing that back yeah. then. Where did you get this? I found yeah. him hanging they in a tree. Be, a bunch of murders. You'd be, you'd because they be surprised on that. And 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 this isn't to get us off topic because I, I yeah. mm-hmm. will specifically talk about this. So on my show, we have had scientists who come on to talk about like science versus evolution, not science yeah. versus evolution, evolution versus creationism. Yeah. And we have scientists on. They're like, hey, so what do we do? Like, we just ask, can we do it? Can it be done? Like, do you ask any moral questions? No, we live. We leave that for philosophers. Yeah. So when it comes to this kind of thing, like you might show up with a bunch of dead bodies, a lot of scientists aren't going to ask you where they come from. They're going to be like, they, sweet, they do I not deal with morality body. at yeah. all. Yeah. They I, I, don't not, do and it. Then not the morality side of it. The more of like you know, like okay, we're talking medical examiners for for example. Like at some point, somebody I feel like they have to go. Are, you would you think sure? that, but that is that is attached that is attached to legality, guy, right? yeah. which yeah. is attached to morality. If that scientists like, can we do it? That question, H. H. Holmes killed him. Well, <laughs> yeah, a lot of scientists are just true. like, also, can we? Ca- yeah. Oh, cool, great, new new cadaver. Yeah, don't ask, don't tell. We'll we'll cut it apart and we will learn some of, stuff. He has to kind of we don't, take out we don't the care where it comes from. Live people at one point, sure, like the whole. Well, and I mean, that's where serial killers live in their brain. Like, you're not a person. You're just a you're thing. A thing. You're a plaything that yep. I can you're thing. torture. You, you're a thing. Plaything. Yeah. I'm a plaything. Yep. So. so one of Holmes' earliest victims was his mistress, Julia Smythe. Julia worked at the jewelry counter <laughs> in Holmes' drugstore in order to support her four-year-old daughter, Pearl. Aww, um, additionally, so they resided in the Holmes Hotel um, on the, the second floor. At the same time, floor. though, she was fooling around with man that she knew was, you know... <laughs> Just saying. Well, Available? H.H. H. Holmes? Are we talking about... He, like, you're going to blame somebody for fooling around no, with H.H. Yeah. Holmes? No, I'm She's, because she's so dating a serial killer. He's a narcissistic, killer. manipulative <laughs> dick No, that's totally... So, I mean, like, you shit. can't blame anybody. <laughs> so, Julia and Pearl disappeared on Christmas Eve, 1891. Really? The her kid, too? too? Really? Her kid, too? Yeah. Oh, my God. Holmes he claimed... He didn't want to take care of her. Right. Holmes claimed that Julia died during an abortion. Um, which he had performed. This was never confirmed, and no one knows what happened to Pearl. Political. <laughs> <laughs> While working at the pharmacy, oh, Holmes so became sad. friends with Benjamin Peitzel. Holmes used Peitzel as his right-hand man for several of his criminal schemes. Um, and that, you know, they would do real estate fraud. Um, he had hired a secretary and paid for her to become a notary just to notarize documents and deeds and essentially swindle people out of real estate as well. Just Jeez. notarize this. Yep. What is this? Fucking doesn't matter. Notarize yep. it. Right. <laughs> notarize it. It's a statement that just says, fuck you. Yeah. Notarize. That's what we said to England when we started this nation. I don't even ask questions. I pay you just notarize shit. Absolutely. Notarized by John Hancock. That's weird. <laughs> In July of 1894, Holmes concocted a plan to swindle an insurance company out of $10,000, the equivalent of 290000 by today's standards, um, by taking a policy out on himself and faking his own death. This plan failed when the insurance company became suspicious and denied Hol- Holmes' policy application. Um, Holmes didn't press the issue, but rather concocted a similar plan using Peitzel instead. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Peitzel agreed to the plan so that his wife could collect on the money, which she was to split with Holmes. The plan called for Peitzel to set himself up as an inventor under the name of B.F. Perry and then be killed and disfigured in a lab explosion. 
Holmes was to find an appropriate cadaver. But instead, Holmes killed Peitzel. Um, of course he did. <laughs> as, as I take he the did. extra steps. Yeah. Allegedly. As you do with your serial killer. I don't need to um, find somebody who's the same height and build of you when I, I just kill you. you. Right. <laughs> so he knocked him unconscious with chloroform and then set his body on fire with benzene. Um, in Holmes' confession, he stated that Peitzel was still alive at the time that he was set on fire. What? Oof. Because well, it doesn't matter. He's not a person. Right. right. And, you know, he's just money at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, Holmes collected the insurance money based on the genuine corpse. He then went on to manipulate Peitzel's widow, um, who thought that her husband was waiting for them in Canada. Um, she sent her children, her three children, ahead with Holmes to meet up with oh, no. with dad in oh. Canada. Oh, so those kids are dead. Oh, yeah. Um, so Holmes traveled ahead with the three Peitzel children and then sent for the widow Peitzel. All the while using various aliases and lying to her um, concerning where her husband was or that he was even still alive, um, as well as the whereabouts of her missing children. So he just basically told her, you know, hey, Benjamin's up here in Canada. They're with him. I'm coming back to get you. We'll head back up there. Um, Holmes would later confess to murdering the children by forcing them into a large trunk and locking them inside. He drilled a hole in the lid of the trunk and put a hose through the hole, attaching the other end to the gas line to asphyxiate them. He buried their bodies in the cellar of a rental house in Toronto. Um, by this point, Mrs. Peitzel had become suspicious and reported her children missing to the Philadelphia authorities. <coughs> she hadn't quite made it up to Canada yet. Um, so following the discovery of the children's bodies in July of 1895, Chicago police began to investigate the castle in Chicago. Um, Though many sensational claims have been made, no evidence was found which could convict Holmes in Chicago. So they found, like, you know, the weird rooms and the trap doors and things, but they didn't right. find any actual evidence of, like, murder or buried bodies. Oh, or, right, and they didn't have... <laughs> Allegedly. Because they went down the drain. Yeah. Literally yeah. down the drain. Oh. Well, and they didn't have, like, the, the CSI technology, yeah. Yeah. you know, just, that we have just now. Just walk into so a room, like, assume there was, well, sir, we well, found this pool of blood. Gross! Yeah. Now Not back to my hunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, I love that stand-up routine. That's so funny. We got this stuff that yeah. says no, murder, but... Right. Yeah. No, no actual, actual murder. Um, in October of 1895, Holmes was put on trial for the murder of Benjamin Peitzel, um, and he was found guilty and sentenced to death. By then it was evidence... It was, oh, evi- that was the only body. Evidently. That was the only body, yeah. Right. By then... Exceptional at what he did then. Yes. Well, not only did he Allegedly. still have the body of Benjamin Peitzel, but the widow was still alive. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, so he, didn't, he didn't get to her yet. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get to her. You know, she had reported the children missing, and by that point, somebody when they found finally him, was like, "This it was suspicious." So yeah, I was in on this shit, but this isn't how it was supposed to go down. So, <laughs> like, what we were doing was illegal, but but people were um, supposed to die. I didn't kill yeah. my kids. <laughs> yeah, nobody here was supposed to die. It was just supposed to be fraud. Um, by so then, it was evident that Holmes had also murdered the Peitzel children. Following the conviction, Holmes confessed to 27 murders in Chicago, Indianapolis, and Toronto, Um, though some persons that he had confessed to murdering were still alive, and six attempted murders um, as well. Holmes was paid $7,500, the equivalent of $226,000 today, by the Hearstner's newspapers to exchange for his confession, which was quickly found to be mostly nonsense. 
So again, you're going to give me money. I'm going to give you a story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So some of this just to like throw people off the trail then you think like he would, he was making up these stories to be like, look, I'm not, it's not reliable what you hear about me because maybe these stories are made up about me. Maybe this guy is dead. But it wasn't by me. Or at a black site prison in the middle or of the Atlantic Ocean. Or saying, the people that are still alive, it was like probably saying, oh, I'm mentally unstable because I say random things. I don't like, know if it's that or just like the grandiosity of, you know, of the I killed all these people yeah. and now I'm famous and, and yeah. that kind of stuff. Because that's what a lot of them want is the fame. The sure. Attention. Absolutely. Narcissism is a lovely thing. Mm-hmm. Holmes gave various contradictory accounts of his life, initially claiming innocence, um, and then later that he was possessed by by Satan. Um, Allegedly. (laughs) The good old standby of Satan. Always (laughs) Satan. His propensity for lying has made it difficult for researchers to ascertain the truth um, on the basis of his statements. While writing his confession in prison, Holmes mentioned how drastically his his facial appearance had changed um, since his imprisonment. He described his new grim appearance as gruesome in taking on a satanical cast. Um, he wrote, and he wrote, was now convinced that after everything he had done, he had become to resemble the devil. Um, on May 7th, 19, or 1896, excuse me, Holmes was hanged um, in Philadelphia, Dang. the county prison, um, for his murder of Peitzel. It's the only crime he was ever convicted of. A good one to pick, but yeah. it's the only one that they really had any evidence on him for. God, at least I got for Allegedly. one. You know? Only one that had actual <laughs> body because he wanted the money for the insurance fraud. Yeah. Yep. Well, it was like, hey, what? nothing Al- was ever proven. Al- nothing Al was ever proven. Al Capone was arrested for He confessed to the kids, yeah. but didn't he bury the kids? They couldn't make him anything stick. Them. Yeah. Could not make he did also stick. bury the kids in Toronto, but they didn't convict him on that. They already had him on, on Benjamin Peitzel, so they just went with that. And that was enough to convict them. Did they ever like, go to look for their bodies or no? They were just like, eh. They found the kids in they Toronto. They did, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then that's what led the investigations. But that's a crime that else. happened in another country. That's true. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> jurisdiction or extradition treaties. Yeah. Um, until the moment of his death, Holmes remained calm and amiable, showing very few signs of fear, anxiety, or depression. It's because he was a psychopath. <laughs> Probably. Absolutely. Um, there is a difference between a psychopath and a sociopath, though. Well, I will give you a psychopath. sociopath. It's a minor was, difference, but it's important. Way more. If the amount of murder that he committed, mm-hmm. he's a psychopathology, not just a sociopathology. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay. You sure? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I well, love this guy. Oh, Join I us next time. My wife and I love this guy. Okay. <laughs> I just, you know, poking the bear. <laughs> Um, despite all of this, he asked for his coffin to be contained in, a, in cement and buried 10 feet deep because he was confer- concerned that grave robbers would steal his body and use it for dissection. <laughs> so the very thing why. that he was doing, <laughs> he was afraid that other people would yeah. do to him. Um, coincidentally, right. <laughs> coincidentally Holmes' neck didn't snap. He instead uh, was strangled slowly to death uh-huh. and twitched for over 15 minutes before Karma being bitch. pronounced dead 20 minutes oh, yeah. after the trap door had sprung. On New Year's Eve, 1909, um, nope, that's not where I want to be. Sorry. On March 7th, 1914, the Chicago Tribune reported um, that the death of Quinlan, the former caretaker of the castle, um, and the mysteries of Holmes' murder castle would remain unexplained. Quinlan had died by suicide by taking strychnine. 
His hmm. body was found in the bedroom with a note that read, I couldn't sleep. Quinlan's surviving relatives claimed that he had been haunted for several months and was suffering from hallucinations. Mm-hmm. The castle itself uh, was mysteriously gutted by a fire in August of 1895. According to newspaper clippings from the New York Times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein mysteriously died in his own cell. <laughs> On suicide <laughs> Self-inflicted knife wound to the back. Yeah. <laughs> According to newspaper clippings from the New York Times, two men were seen entering the back of the building between 8 and 9 p.m. After about half an hour, um, a half-empty gas can underneath the back steps of the building uh, caught fire and several explosions um, caused the castle to go up in flames. The building survived the fire and remained in use until it was torn down in 1938. The site is now occupied by the Englewood branch of the United States Postal Service. Hmm. And probably super haunted. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people. Super haunted? More like super duper. <laughs> in 2017, amid allegations that Holmes had in fact escaped execution, Holmes' body was ex- Black sight. <laughs> Holmes' body was exhumed for testing. Um, due to his coffin being contained in cement, his body was found to not have decomposed normally. Oh, well, that's his clo- so weird. Exactly. His clothes were almost perfectly preserved, and his mustache was found to be intact as well. The body was positively identified as weird that of Holmes with his teeth. Um, is this, and Holmes is this was that guy? Mustache matches must be the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> now back to my hunch. Yeah. They did test his teeth, um, so they did confirm that it was him oh, through dental, dental records. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, and then okay. he was reburied. Gotcha. They actually did listen to his demands and bury him in cement. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Did they bury him 10 feet deep? According to, yeah. Okay. Wow. That 10 feet deep is deep for a coffin. Right. Well, you have the machinery to dig the the grave, too. Yeah. You're just two dudes like, God damn. Yeah, those are dudes just digging We're being paid double time for this. Let's do it, Chuck. We had six feet. We got four more to go. And as Stephanie brought up earlier, The Devil in the White City is um, supposed to be in production with Leonardo DiCaprio and Martin Scorsese. That's so cool. And will be released That's as a awesome. miniseries on Hulu, is, hopefully is sometime soon. Is DiCaprio playing H.H. Holmes? Absolutely. absolutely. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I will actually, well, I don't like Leo. I think... What? I, I don't like him. I don't like most of his movies. Okay. Shutter Allegedly. Island. <laughs> Shutter Island was... The most trash thing I've ever seen in my life, and I've seen a lot of trash. But Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is very good. I want to see that. I just really really confused. But not because you don't very know true stories good. based on. But, but anyway. I will Continue. watch this even with Leo yeah. in it. Normally, I I I won't. Come on, man, you like, didn't like trash. It? I was like, Titanic. come on. What's eating Gilbert Grape? No. Okay, yeah, man. <laughs> he was like twelve. He was Leo good. <laughs> Apparently, what? But like, what was the other Scorsese movie he was in? Uh, Departed? Gangs, 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 the Departed. The Departed. How do you not like The Departed? Haven't seen it. Won't see it. Also you should. I, like I think that you would enjoy it. I mean, just, uh, anyway, sorry. Anyway, sorry. We don't have to make it all about the person I don't Gangs like. Gangs of New York? And then they Gangs died. Gangs of New York was horrible. Then, I thought it was boring. Horrible? I hated died. the ending. I was well, fine all right. with the ending. You hated one. Thank you, Ashley, so much for bringing us back to our favorite topic here. Murder. Allegedly. And then he died. And then he died. Murder.
H.H. H. Holmes is alive and well in Area 51. Uh, <laughs> I'm storming that shit in a month. I'm that, storming. I'll be that's, there. That's why they're Naruto they running. They can't stop all of us. Yeah. Same time, yeah. I'm Naruto running. I, I have to Google what that yes, was. Yes, they can. Really? Yeah. You had to Google Naruto running? Yeah. Yeah. I've told my kids not to do that in the hallway. Yeah, and then Kristen's boyfriend will be going like straight up Naruto. He's going to be cosplaying. Yeah. But I'm going to be like straight up Naruto running. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fun to watch your 14-year-old daughter run like that and you're like, you look. I know dumb. why you're doing that, but could you just run correctly, <laughs> like a normal person? Yeah. yeah. Kelly, I'm just gonna say, Area 51, source of a lot of science fiction. Historically, black people don't do well in science fiction. Um, I, you might want to skip this. One. <laughs> Trying to change the narrative. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> what Cal's gonna do is he's gonna hang back, wait till all the white crazy that's right, white people right. go through. Never, yeah. be, the first, never be the first black person to do anything. <laughs> Put it right there. And don't wear a red shirt. There you go. Yeah. All right. I think it's uh, time to pop out the plugs. Uh, Oxide Media, uh, check us out. Uh, we've got games and comics and stuff. Oh my! <laughs> Lions and tigers yeah. and bears. And oh. uh, you know, uh, Podcast Detroit. It's a great place. We record here once a month, and we claim it to be weekly. So check it out. <laughs> <laughs> once every six to eight weeks. Yeah. Right. Like right. Skipping right. the every entire month, month and yeah. the very That's next true. month, Monday. Um, you know, and as always. Fuck Steve. Fuck Steve. And Jefferson. <laughs> yes. Uh, StephanieMenard.com for one to five of your Stephanie Menard needs. There's a range. <laughs> can you list you off? Can you list off all five of them? I don't know. You have to guess which one. <laughs> yeah. I may have needs that are not on the list. The one of the needs. Every day. One is to guess. Is one, one shower comments. sonnets? <laughs> yes. Shower <laughs> yeah. sonnets. Sonnets the hedgehog. Sonnets the hedgehog. <laughs> all right. Uh, you can find uh, my podcast, Cosplay Confidential, on the Podcast Detroit Network. Um, we you can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Cosplay Confidential, where we feature photos of um, events we've been to and cosplayers that we've interviewed. Um, and you can find us on Facebook, uh, Cosplay Confidential Podcast. And you can find me on Instagram at Real Kiki Elise and Facebook Kiki Elise Cosplay. Woo! All right. Well, I'm Calvin, and obviously you can check me out at Leading Questions with Calvin Moore. Not eating ass with Calvin Moore. <laughs> totally different, non-existent show. See, I, I completely dropped it. I love it. Sure it's, it's, it's funny. I'm going to come back no to it. No one was going to bring I'm it up I'm going to keep time. coming back yeah. to it because it's funny to me. All right. So, um, anyhow. Uh, also, uh, 72tours.com. Uh, if you're in the southeastern Michigan area. 1599 Pennsylvania Avenue, life from just outside the White House, uh, chronicling the lives of those who ran for president but never became president as well. And, uh, yeah, that's uh – those are the shows that I allegedly do. And hey, you're on Spotify now. Um, oh, I'm on Spotify, yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah, if you last if you, year, last uh, not last year, last time we did this, Ellie was all like, mm, "I'm on Spotify." Well, I you made a noise, and then I said something. Um, to be fair, if you look up leading questions, it won't show up. But if you look up leading questions with Calvin Moore, it absolutely will show up. But if you so look up there. eating ass with Calvin Moore, nothing will find you. Will no, you'll you're, find nothing. You're, you're yes. totally fine. By the time this airs. Oh, by the time this airs, you will find at least a meme on the internet. Yeah. 
Or, I mean, you're or, or domain aliases. Or, right. or GIFs. I will be a part of it, hopefully. By, by the time this airs, you'll be like, oh, that's where this started? Oh, oh okay. shit. Be, um, that went viral. How the hell did that happen? Hermit porn. It's all connected, people. It's all fucking connected. Anyway, that's it. That's allegedly what I did. Uh, all right. Uh, follow me on Untapped under T J L H I G H. Tell me what you're drinking. Uh, Dave, podcast Detroit, all the things, studios, video studios. By the time this airs, Northville should be open. Oh shit! Whoa! Uh, no way! Uh, so yeah. All right. Until next time, I'm Stephanie. I am the Color Man, Big Dev. I'm Melissa. Ellie. I'm Calvin. Probably not welcome at the Northville studio. Let's just be honest. <laughs> I'm Ashley. Genie. <laughs> Political. <laughs> and you're right. That's right. Nobody will look like me. Nobody will fucking look like me out there. Bye. <laughs>